I'm Jesse Lubinsky, host of the Partial Credit Podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to Kindergarten Chaos, the Developmentally Appropriate podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to Kindergarten Kiosk. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Kathy. Today we're going to talk about the month of September and things that we do in September. And along the way we'll talk about some tips and ideas that you can do with some of our activities if you're teaching uh, digitally or many other COVID forms (laughs) of of teaching. One of the many strange and unusual ways that we're trying to make this work right now. Yeah, exactly. So the first week of September, I love to do apples because apples are everywhere. And I used to have um, several apple trees in my backyard. I miss those apple trees. I miss those apple trees. They were delicious. They were. They were so yummy. And every fall we took our, I took our class on a field trip to see apples and an apple tree farm. And one year the apple farm canceled. And so I actually brought the whole school to our backyard (laughs) to see see our four apple trees. (laughs) (laughs) Did they know they were in your backyard? Yeah, they well, my class did. The other classes, they just well, thought they, they were on an apple was, farm. Yeah, it was just an <laughs> apple farm, our home backyard. <laughs> my one of my kids' preschool teachers did that. They had a unit on apples, and they walked down to the neighbor's house to see their apple tree, and that was their field trip. And they examined the apple tree, and they looked at the apples on the tree, and then they walked back and they ate the apples. I think apples is really a good theme that will lend itself to thematic teaching and digital teaching because, you know, I've been really thinking about Romper Room a lot lately. I don't and I think told you've you, talked about Romper Room. Did you talk about Romper Room? I think I talked about you Romper Room. You told me about Romper Room. Did in you? case you didn't hear about Romper Room, when I was a little girl, on television, on Channel 4, at I think it was like nine o'clock in the morning there was a show called Romper Room and it was just this teacher that taught preschool over the television and she was out of Salt Lake City I don't know if it was a national show I would guess it was a local one (laughs) (laughs) and every day she would just start with you know her romper stomper bumper boot tell me tell me tell me too are my friends here with me and then she told up a magnifying glass and say oh i see susie and i see Lindsay, and i see kathy and she'd just say random names and then she would start did she ever say kathy because yeah she did oh man you were <laughs> always so she excited said, kathy was it yeah, the she, best day she actually saw me one day <laughs> <laughs> And so I was really thinking about the parallel between Romper Room and 
digital teaching. And I thought, you know, every day, that was my only opportunity because I lived on a rural farm. And so there was no way I could have had any type of formal uh, preschool experience. And that was my chance. And it was so fun. And I was, yeah, my preschool was digital romper room back when digital wasn't um, necessary. (laughs) And so I thought, you know, if I have memories of that 50 plus years later that are really emotional, and you know how memories are tied to so many feelings Mm -hmm. if it was a good, if it was, had impact on your life. And so I thought, you know, digital teachers really do have an opportunity to really connect with their students. And, and I think apples is a great way to do it because maybe you have an apple tree in your backyard. Maybe your neighbor has an apple tree. Why not take your phone out and do your uh, Zoom call or your video, taking them on a hike out to see your backyard apple tree? Why not have them set up your computer and have them watch you chop apples and make a pot of applesauce? I think there's a lot of fun things that you can do. And I think that right now we're all kind of struggling with things. But I think if we take a step back and really think about, hey, wait a minute, I have this great opportunity to connect with kids and really show them a window into things that we wouldn't get a chance to do if we were in school so I saw I think it was just this morning on Instagram I was going to try to find it but it's gone but this morning on Instagram I saw somebody post a meme about um, teachers joining the ranks of other virtual teachers from the past and it had a picture of Mr. Rogers and I can't remember the. There were four of them. The only one I remember is Mr. Rogers. <laughs> there were four of them. And hmm, Captain Kangaroo. Ca- I don't know. Well, I feel <laughs> like some were. Oh, Bob Ross was one of them. So they weren't just virtual teachers for children. Who? Bob Ross, the painting guy. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh man, I remember watching him as a child, being just fascinated because my mom would paint along to him. Yeah. Your mom. Well, and let's, you know, Jack LaLanne, he did home exercise classes that probably women all over the nation yeah, Who did you say? His name was Jack LaLanne. Oh, I thought you and were thinking of the, who's the guy who was so peppy? It's Jack, so peppy. Oh, oh, Ron Simmons. Yeah. That's <laughs> I've never heard of Jack LaLanne. Yeah, but you can really think about lots of digital. Simmons? Did you say Ron? Yeah, Ron. I thought it was, yeah. Is that his name? Yeah, I think so. I have to Google. So you can really think about a lot of great examples of people that have really influenced no, your Ron lives. No, Ron Simmons is digitally. a professional wrestler. His name is Gene oh, Simmons. Sim- Do no? Simmons and Ec- no, no, Gene Simmons is the Kiss guy. Gene Simmons is from Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> It's Richard. Richard, Richard Simmons. Richard with Simmons. With his sparkly outfits and stuff. Well, and Jane Fonda. I and spent Jane half Fonda. of my life exercising to Jane Fonda. Yeah. Well, and, and whoever posted that meme, too, was like, they, they commented themselves underneath it. And they said, 
teachers aren't joining the ranks of these great virtual teachers. They've always been great teachers and they're now getting recognized for how awesome they are because they have to do it in this special way. But I don't, I don't know. When I was sending videos home in the springtime and I was sending them like, let's sing this song together. Let's make this craft together. I kept getting parents who were like, you should be a YouTube star. And I'm like, <laughs> I am putting like, like, don't tell anyone. But I was putting in minimal effort to these things. Well, and everyone was in the spring. Like, yeah. I, do, I don't want anybody to think I was doing anything fancy or special to be a YouTube star because it was not fancy or special. But I, I think just like, like you said, like chopping apples and showing kids how to make applesauce. Well, like, and I even was if it's not of, fancy, kids love that yeah. kind of stuff. I was thinking about your little daughter, your little first grader that sat and read your kindergartners a story on the chair <laughs> and how cute that was. So why not introduce them to people in your family or sit in a big comfy chair to read a book and hold your pet on your lap? And I think that... There was one uh, time when I was trying to show them how to play a game at home and I discovered I was sitting on the floor to show them the cards to play the... Because the, I was just showing them how to use face cards to play a math game. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting on the floor... And I can see that the cat is in underneath the chair behind me. And I'm like, oh, there's my cat. She's trying to play with me. Ha, 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 ha. And I got emails from the parents. My kids loved when you said the cat was playing with you. They thought that was so funny. <laughs> I'm like, this is, these are not things I planned. This was not no, fancy. But this it was just, just you being you. Just, and I think that that's one thing that if you are teaching digitally that just be you and relax and make some cute videos and teach your content, but just do it in a way that you do in your classroom because teachers by nature in your classroom, you do it in a really relaxed, communicative way and just um, do it the same way. Be a YouTube star. Be a YouTube star. <laughs> <laughs> so one of my favorite Apple songs, Lindsay wrote, I love this song. Sing it. Sing. Sing it, girl. Sing for me. Sing it, girl. I don't remember the, anything but the first verse. Oh, that's easy. Because you just uh, ask I the like kids. apples in applesauce. I like apples in applesauce. I like apples in applesauce. Yum, 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 yummy apples. What else did we come up with? So you, uh, Wait, then you had I a just face say... like I sang it wrong. Well, yummy, 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 yummy applesauce. Oh, that's not how I originally <laughs> planned it. Oh. Okay. You, you so, what else can you make out of apples? Apple pie. I like apples in apple pie. I like apples in apple pie. I like apples in apple pie. Yummy, 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 yummy apples. Pie. <laughs> <laughs> what else can you make out of apples? Apple juice. I like and apples in apple donuts. I like apples in <laughs> apple donuts. I like apples in apple donuts. Yummy, 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 yummy apples. Donuts. <laughs> I just love that song, and it's a great way to 
um, introduce your students to apples. I like the songs apples. where the kids can suggest things for the songs and where the lyrics are so easy that they can sing it along with you in like, yeah, they hear they it one time and they sing. got it. They know how the song works. And they love it because they, they can immediately ho, ho, sing ho, the song. Is the best song. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and this is a song that you can easily play on your guitar if you know the notes G, D, and A. That's all you need to do. Buy a cheap guitar. That if you have a cheap guitar and you learn those three chords, you can play every preschool and kindergarten song. You can. And your students think you are amazing. Like, I even got this giant guitar. plaque. I got a giant plaque from a parent one time that said, Mrs. Crane rocks <laughs> with the guitar. And they all think that you're just like this fabulous player. Um, I went above and player. beyond and learned four chords on the guitar. So, Yeah. I, <laughs> if you want to really expand, you'll want C and F also, but an and E minor if you want to play Baby Beluga. But C, G, and D... They do everything. You got every song. So a great way to start apples is um, by singing this song. And then I like to talk about different types of apples, different colors of apples, have an apple tasting test, and graph what color was your favorite apple, green, yellow, or red. And in our Apple unit, we have um, several fill out a Google Doc and fill out your favorite Apple, and then it automatically will generate a graph for them. Ooh, oh, yeah. fancy. That is fancy. Technology is fancy. <laughs> it is. And um, okay. so in our Apple thematic unit, we have a lot of math and language arts and guided reading and writing and art and songs and science. And a lot of activities are crammed into our thematic units that will really help you plan across your curriculum. And a lot of these activities can be used and adapted both at school or you can create these digitally also to play. Or like Lindsay did, she sent home a copy of the game and then just taught the kids how to play it over her video. How do you picture a lot of the games a lot of games that you and I like to do are meant for small groups to play with the guidance of an adult. How do you picture those working? Well, if you're in school, which I think that I'm going to venture to say at least 50% of us are mm -hmm. in school. And if we're in school, students. we can't really have kids interacting with materials. Well, I the way I'm doing it right now is I have... Um, an activity that a group only one group will play that activity mm -hmm. and then I'm spraying Lysol in it or rubbing it at the end of the day with wipes mm -hmm. and then closing it up in the Ziploc to stay overnight and then the next day another group will play with it. Are you keeping and the same I'm, groups every day so that for contact tracing purposes? Yeah the kids yeah. are staying in the same group so I know who Played. played and touched but uh, yeah and the kids are not touching the cards they're not they're touching just, the cards they're not touching they're like the cards pointing to cards and then the adult touches the cards mm -hmm. yes mm. so it's a weird reality we're in right now it's a weird reality and so 
honestly, I guess if you're playing it that way, you really don't even have to do a lot of cleaning. You could, your every group could play the same game. I'm not surprised that you are though, because you go above and beyond when it comes to cleanliness. I do like to be clean, <laughs> and I don't want to. We just want to be extra safe. Yeah, just extra safe. But it's working well. The kids, um, the kids are handling it well. That they're not touching the cards. You know, it's not the same, not the same. as the hands-on. It's more eyes-on, point-on <laughs> method. But they're still enjoying playing the game. So what if you're in school and you but want the to game do an piece, apple like the, tasting? I guess you game, could cut all the apples beforehand and put them in individual baggies so nobody t is touching yeah. anybody else's stuff, I guess. Yeah. I think everything you do, you just have to think one to more think. step. Yeah, because we don't already have to think five steps ahead. Now we're all thinking like dead steps ahead. Yeah, it, exactly. We're ten steps ahead and... But I was going to say, like, the game board pieces, mm -hmm. I do let the kids have their own game board with their own piece that goes ar along. Mm -hmm. Because then when that Because they're only done, touching their own game board. They don't have to touch anybody else's game board. Yeah. And so I have a little baggie that has their name on it mm -hmm. that I have, like, a dice and a game piece, and that's what they'll use every day. Every day that, that they, if they need to play a game. And then they don't yeah. share a game board. Each person has their own game board. And then whoever exactly. gets to the end of their own game board first yeah. wins the game. Yeah. So they seem to be doing okay with it. They seem to, you know, the kids know it's a different world too. It's a very and boring world according to my kids. <laughs> well, your kids are right. It's very boring. <laughs> your kids are right because too many are just in rows doing worksheets and so I think that's why it's really important that we think of these hands-on activities that our students need to do and ways that we can still do them like um, one of the games is Willy the Wiggly Worm mm -hmm. and it's just played on a big um, pocket, chart. pocket chart where you put the apples and then hide a worm and then they choose the numbers and to find the worm and it's a number recognition game mm -hmm. And, you know, you can still do those kind. You can still take a lot of these games and play them in that pocket chart, whole group manner. And some of my games, I have like the helper of the day be the one that comes up and moves and manipulates the apples because it's only one kid. It'll only be that, that I, kid the whole day. And then... Yeah, he's the only one touching that stuff all day long. And then, so the kids have something to look forward to. They know that they're going to be able to come up and have their turn and so it makes it kind of special gives them one day they can move <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. mom i had the oh. best day ever i got to move <laughs> oh there's got to be an end to this doesn't there to do the um like the apple science projects mm -hmm. there's we have several of them in our um unit but one of them is to do an apple report using the scientific processes and that one's really easy because you just give every child an apple mm -hmm. with all the materials to do the weighing the measuring um, so again you just have to think about what you need you have to think you just have to think five steps ahead you yeah, need a whole I, production team i used I really to say hope. that every bit every teacher needs a secretary 
Now every teacher needs a whole production team. <laughs> they do. And I hope that your principal or your district is recognizing that your prep is way more than it used to be. Uh, my school has early release every day, so all the teachers all have an additional hour on top of their regular prep to prep. So I hope that everyone is being recognized that there's more this prep. This is not normal. It's not no, not normal, and you have to get all your little baggies of stuff together. And, <laughs> and you have to light all, and you have to scrub. Yeah, and, and you, have to, you have to go through your plan and think about every activity you're going to do and what you have to do to get it organized. But if you are listening to this podcast after COVID, just shout hooray. And yeah, this is a real celebrate. time capsule here, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, celebrate a normal Apple unit. <laughs> Let your kids touch think them. People in the future. <laughs> yes, person in the future. future. I envy oh. you. And would you send me an email and let me know how it went? Send us a message back in time and tell us when this is done. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's tell us we more need about another song. apples. Or are we, we need ready to song. talk about other things? We need another song. Okay, we need another song. <laughs> what song? Let's do another song. This is to the tune of Yankee Doodle. Does it rhyme? Applesauce. Well, you be the judge. <laughs> <laughs> Peel an apple cut. Oh, I, I, wait. Er, I got to start it higher. Oh, okay. <laughs> Peel an apple, cut it up, cook it in a pot. When you taste it, you will find it's applesauce you've got. Yummy, yummy applesauce, put some in my tummy. I like it cold, I like it hot. Applesauce is what you've got. I was sure that that song was going to end with applesauce is yummy. <laughs> no. Because you said tummy. So I was oh. sure that there was going to be a yummy at the end. You faked me out. Nope fake chow. I love doing that song, especially when we make applesauce and um, make it as a class. And I like to do it in the crock pot. And first thing in the morning, make the applesauce in front of them and then let it simmer all day long till the end of the day when we have our applesauce tasting. Oh my gosh, it smells so good in your classroom. Can you, can we even do this right now if people are in I don't see why you couldn't do this. You're the only one touching the apples. You're making the applesauce in front of the kids. You've washed your hands thoroughly. I guess it depends on how what the food rules are. Yeah, I'd probably check with your principal, but I don't see why that one wouldn't be if you possible. Give them each their own little cup. It'd be really possible if you do it on a video and you send it home and say, this is how you make applesauce. Watch my video. And I don't know. I, I went to a buffet. People handed me food with a glove on. I don't know. So you just put the I guess the you just check it. with your principal in your district. Yeah. I will be shocked if your principal says no, but let me know. Email me. I might get lots of emails, especially if you're in the future. <laughs> uh, 
another thing that I really love to do is potatoes. And probably it's because we're Idahoans. Lindsay is an Idahoan by birth. <laughs> I miss Idaho. Idaho's pretty. Idaho is really a beautiful place. It's quiet and peaceful and it's it's got its own pretty, doesn't it? It has its own variety of pretty. Yeah, it does. Although I remember us driving home from vacation and being at the gas station getting gas and some guy was in their car and they said something about like are we in is this idaho and and we were like yeah and they're like we were told it was really pretty here but all that's around are like potato fields and we're like well someone was probably telling you drive about north northern. keep driving <laughs> you gotta go north a little ways yeah go north then it gets prettier so we lived right in the middle of the potato fields as you can tell by Lindsay's conversation and it's potato, still its own version of pretty there though because they got cool lava fields and right on the snake river it's beautiful there it really is the farms are beautiful i'm getting distracted and, by reminiscing about <laughs> idaho and one thing oh well i changed the idaho state song to fit my needs about potatoes <laughs> you did i love the idaho state song it's i don't know anybody else's state songs well i know utah's but idaho has the best one yeah, they do. Because it's fun for kids to sing. Should I sing the real version and then you can say how you adapted it? Of Idaho? Yeah. You're going to do the whole Idaho no, song? No, just the chorus that is fun for kids oh. to sing. Okay. Singing, singing of you. So proudly too, all our lives through we'll go singing, singing of you singing of idaho and then when your kids singing it in assembly when you go singing you all have to jump up in your seats because that's the rule how does the chorus how does the verse go because that's what i changed you did the verse yeah. uh, so, oh, here, here yeah. we have idaho oh that's the part Winning here we have way. idaho yeah we're yeah. singing so beautifully tonight. <laughs> I know. Winning I was way like... to fame, silver and gold in the sunlight gleam, and romance lies in her name. Singing. <laughs> then that part comes. Idaho has a great state song. <laughs> hey, if you haven't visited Idaho, I think we should be. We should be under... We're going to change it, and I thought you would be silly idaho if you change they that. changed it and it only lasted a year and everybody did, did they go back and went back yeah did everybody get mad and say so why anyway, did you change back the best to song sorry thanks for staying with us during this little um idaho advertisement <laughs> this, <laughs> but this podcast brought to you by the state fields. tourism board of <laughs> idaho out where the big spuds grow <laughs> wait how did it start i missed the beginning here we have Idaho, Idaho, <laughs> the glorious state. We think it's great. Here we have Idaho, Idaho, out where the big spots grow. <laughs> so, well, you were living in Idaho when you sang this song. Sorry, uh -huh. are you saying people not in Idaho should still sing about Idaho? I think so. Really, so. this was an advertisement for Idaho. <laughs> All along. <laughs> All along, because I think you all should sing. Everyone about should sing about Idaho, Idaho and do potatoes in the fall. 
Uh, see, Willie. You know what? I the, the funny thing is, is doing a whole unit on potatoes is really irrelevant when you're teaching kindergarten in Idaho. But I bet you people in their own state have their own state fall crops that are really important. That I think so would too. Be fun. But you know, honestly, I'm going to continue my plug for okay, potatoes. Okay, you continue talking about potatoes. Can you tell me anyone that potatoes isn't like a staple of their life and meal? Did you know? Did you know the reason why the Irish potato famine was so bad is because that was like all people were eating in Ireland because potatoes is one of the only foods you can actually survive eating nothing but potatoes well that's a random brother, factoid that's I think all i ever true. cooked <laughs> <laughs> i don't think it's true but it really might be you did i like potatoes. potatoes i like them a lot i like them cooked and stirred like in a, a pot stereotype fried potatoes right chip potatoes mashed baked hash browns french potatoes flat potato cake potatoes <laughs> <laughs> sing me sing me another ode to potatoes, please. I would really like to hear you another. Want another ode to potatoes. I want another ode to potatoes. Oh, Greg and Steve have the best potato song. I wish I could remember it. I we sing it all the time. Greg and Steve. Well, you could do a lot with one potato, two potato, three potato, four, five potato, six potato, seven potato more. Put them in a truck and drive them to the plant. Take him to McDonald's and cut up some fries. <laughs> That's what we did. We took the potatoes <laughs> and did all, made all the chips and the, and it's like apple tasting. You can do so many great potato tasting activities. Uh, we had we were lucky because, like I said, we lived in potato country, and we had the big potato manufacturing business. They would bring us potatoes and hash browns and McDonald's fries and. Uh, wow! A million, yeah, a gratin potatoes, and they'd they'd have they'd set it up in our gym, and so the kids would go in and you'd get a plate and go around and you could taste. Oh, I bet we had ten to fifteen different types of potato meals made. It was fun, but you could do a small version of that. So I agree with Lindsay. Whatever your um, you may have around you, like the peach harvest. The watermelon harvest, Green River, I'm sure they do everything watermelon. They have a whole watermelon fair where the whole fair is just watermelon One stuff. of the towns near us is a big strawberry. Their, their big crop is strawberries. Wouldn't that be fun to do a whole that would be fun. strawberry celebration in your classroom? Yeah. I think it's really important that you do find what's local to you and really do celebrate it. The kids really will enjoy it and again this is something you, that you can do digitally very easy and i think that parents would probably like um well and don't being you able think to right help. now when everything's kind of every everybody's pitching in to try to make things better for other people i i could see you know contacting like a local farmer or a local store and saying hey would you videotape yourself out in the fields or you know, some part of the process of collecting whatever crop it is or the process of, you know, I, I imagine if you contacted a local person, they would totally be on board with like, sure, I'll send you a video of what we do. Oh, 
I think completely they'd love doing it. There's a couple videos, and we, I put them on the blog that are, one is just a class going on a field trip to an apple farm, and it's just such the cutest little special video, and I think that it's simple, and that's what makes it so great. It's simple is the best. So I, I like to spend the first week or two on apples and harvest and pumpkins and um, all the things that we're talking about. Peaches, strawberries. Potatoes. Po oh, yeah. <laughs> potatoes. Do you want me to talk about potatoes again? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's a great way to segue into fall and talk about uh, fall leaves and all of the wonderful things about fall. I love fall. I'm so anxious for fall. Fall is the best season. Oh, it really is. See the red leaf falling down, falling down, falling down. See the red leaf falling down. It is autumn. What's another color? Purple. See the purple leaf falling down, falling down, falling down. See the purple leaf falling down. It is autumn. <laughs> <laughs> you must be a kindergarten teacher because you just went with it <laughs> let me think of the hardest color to sing <laughs> i was trolling up, you and see, you just went down, with it <laughs> down by the station Pick up a fall leaf, put it in the basket. Oops, another leaf just fell down. Oh, the kids love this one. So I just have like pretend leaves are falling with my fingers, you know. Mm -hmm. And we're walking, we're, I'm just standing up there singing. Pick up a fall leaf and put it in the basket. Oops, another leaf just <laughs> fell down. And when I say oops, another leaf, then they have to sit down and pick as many leaves as they can off the ground. Wait, so do you really drop and leaves? No, no, it's all it's just, all just pretend. Head. Okay, I thought it was pretend. <laughs> it's just all pretend. And then for I a minute I thought it wasn't game. pretend. It's just pretend. The kids just love it to pick up pretend leaves. They love it. And I made an alphabet game that's, that I made from this song. So after we've done this a few times, just pretending, mm -hmm. then I have some actual leaves with alphabet letters printed on them that in a small group then we'll... Um, do it and they'll pick up those leaves and put them in the basket and then they have to leave lay their leaves in a line and then read their letters as fast as they can it's a very fun game probably can't do that game oh but 50 percent of the people who are at school can do it yeah but they can't do a game where you drop a bunch of leaves and then they all touch them if you take the leaves that the children have touched and then put it in a baggie. <laughs> I would just have probably a garbage bag. And then they bring their leaves and throw them all in a garbage bag. And then you just tie that garbage bag tight for a few days. It will be fine. Even I, germ freak, would do it. So also during fall, besides leaves and trees and the four seasons of trees, I just love to do all that stuff during fall take fall walks, look around, find things and think how things have changed. I really like to do squirrels and owls, even though I'm terrified of squirrels. <laughs> and one of my worst teaching moments of all time was when a squirrel ran across the playground and I literally picked up a student and held the student in front of me. As a shield? 
You used a kid as a shield against a squirrel? I do not believe that I used the kid as a shield to protect me from the squirrel. When I was at college, the student union building had a bunch of squirrels that lived around the student union building. And they were the bravest squirrels I'd ever run into. And you would walk up to the student union building and they would charge you and see if you had like to, to charge and try to steal food from people. They were the freakiest squirrels I've ever run into. Well, squirrels I was kind of scared really, of them. I'm, well, I'm terrified of squirrels, obviously. Yeah, obviously but you I... use a child as a human shield when a squirrel <laughs> runs by. Yeah, it's cute little quench. <laughs> I don't. I said thank you for protecting me from the squirrel, and she said I'm brave. I'm brave. <laughs> <laughs> but you can do so many fun things with squirrels, and it's a fun thing to do. You can do nuts and nut activities, and and owls is also a fun thing to do when you're doing fall. Do you have so a song are... about owls or squirrels? Yeah, let's see. Sing, sing Five us a little... song about owls or squirrels. <laughs> All right, this little chant is about squirrels. It's called Five Little Squirrels. Five little squirrels with acorns to store. One went to sleep, and then there were four. Four little squirrels hunting acorns in a tree. One fell down, and now there were... Three. <laughs> three little squirrels wondering what to do. One got lost, and now there are... Purple. Two. Two. Two little squirrels tossing acorns for fun. One got tired, and now there is one. I'm sorry. One you can tell when I started to get tired. Oh, there's, there's students like you who deal with them all the time. <laughs> one little squirrel playing in the sun. He ran away, and now there are... One. <laughs> None is one. No, there's one. Oh. <laughs> uh, so after I spend time on fall and all of the activities that I do for fall, and I've got um, blog posts on all of these topics that you can kind of get a glimpse at what we do in our classrooms for these units. I love to do um, scarecrows the last week of September. It's kind of a great segue into uh, our Halloween units that, I mean, our October October units. units. <laughs> October units, I mean, that we like to do. And scarecrows are so much fun to do. On YouTube, there's a song, The Dingle Dangle Scarecrow. It is so dang cute. One year, I had a scarecrow making contest. and How did you do that? Well, I, had, I made them in class sometimes with groups, you know, just a parent with four kids, and they made scarecrows. Like out of old clothes? It, like out, out of old clothes. Art? I just like brought real, stuff. Like real, you brought actual clothes and had stuff and make real, genuine Oh, yeah, they made real, scare, literal, literal scarecrows. Literal scarecrows. That's uh, And then fun. at the end of the, yeah, and then we just displayed those. Like if I had five groups, we had five scarecrows at the end of the center time, and it was fun. It was really fun. And one year, I had a group of students that I was having tremendous home participation. And so I asked them all to make a scarecrow at home and bring it. <laughs> I can't believe we had the coolest scarecrows that kids brought in. And I told them they could make them out of anything they wanted. And I had two or three that were paper scarecrows. 
you know, that we hung on the wall mm -hmm. and stuff. But some of them were so cute. But I had these parents. I love them, Emily and and um, Chad, and they're they're really creative people, and they made their scarecrow look like Chucky. <laughs> So here comes this little five-year-old with a, a Chucky scarecrow. That's terrifying. Oh, it's terrifying. The kids thought it was quite funny because, because you know, the little boy know, loved or... it. No, they didn't know who they Chucky know was. So. so he brings this little scarecrow that looks like Chucky. And I line up the scarecrows in the hallway. It looked adorable because I had 20 scarecrows Adorable except for Chucky. Well, yeah, it was so cute. So I go home and I come to school the next Has day. Has Chucky moved? And Chucky is not there. <gasps> I go inside the classroom and Chucky is standing on my desk. That's terrifying. Oh, I would terrible. burn it. I would burn it. I would burn so it, I took Chucky back to the to outside to the hall, and I thought certainly somebody's playing a joke on me. No one would admit it. No one would say anything. So I go home the next day. I go to school. Chucky is sitting in a different place. So this goes on for two oh solid weeks. Every time I come to school, Chucky's in a new place. So I tell the parents that, you know, it's Halloween. Come get the scarecrows. Take them home. And they take the scarecrows home. And it was Halloween day. I go home from school. I'm tired. I pull into my driveway. And sitting on my front porch is Chucky. Who is it? <laughs> Were the parents? Who did this to you? What did you I do? was so did scared. You... So I put him in my car and I drove him back to school and put him out in the hall. <laughs> you put you. Why did you take him back to school? Because I didn't want him in my house. Why didn't you like burn him with fire? <laughs> <laughs> And it was a teacher. Who was doing that to you? It was you? my friend, a teacher that I teach with. Her name's Deb. Deb was doing it, and the parent knew she was doing it, and she thought it was hilarious, and so she brought it to my so house. So she's... <laughs> I would die. I would oh, die. It was scary. And she called and said, is Chucky at your house? I said, no, he's back at school. Go get him. <laughs> yeah. So that's if you have a not class cool. that that's not cool, Deb. That's not cool. <laughs> no, it was not cool, Deb. <laughs> it was hilarious, is what it was. <laughs> I don't. I have no sense was... of humor for things like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was scary. I do too. Yeah. But you can do so many fun things with scarecrows, and I love the book, The Little Old Lady That Wasn't Afraid of Anything. It's just such a great takeoff for all that you can do with scarecrows. And it also has a cute scholastic animated video version. Oh, it does. I love it. It really is cute. And with scarecrows, I like to talk about crows, too, because a lot of kids don't know what a crow is. Like a scarecrow is just a scarecrow, but really, what does scarecrow mean? <laughs> and it's amazing how many kids don't know anything about crows. And they're like, really? <laughs> He's really got a purpose. But there's a reason? He's yeah, is there's a reason. But look up Dingle Dingle Scarecrow on YouTube. We'll put the video. There's, um, We have the post song poster in our unit, but I can't do justice to what some of those video versions that people have done on YouTube. 
So this little scarecrow song is sang to the tune of Bobby Shafto. Little scarecrow stuffed with hay, hanging on a pole. All the crows he'll scare away, all the live long day. Scarecrow, scarecrow, scarecrow stuffed with hay. All the crows he'll scare away, all the live long day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and I like this one too. The scarecrow has a floppy hat. Uh huh. The scarecrow has a floppy hat. Uh huh. What do you think of that? A scarecrow with a floppy hat. A scarecrow with a floppy hat. Uh huh. Uh huh. And so we do that with every um, part of the scarecrow that goes along with the book, The Little Old Lady That Wasn't afraid of anything except for perhaps Chucky. except the chucky scarecrow that <laughs> is everyone's afraid of that so that's kind of september i like to fill it with all sorts of fun and um our foot our homework for september is football themed because you know what's football what's september without football in fact i just got a message on my watch that my alma mater beat navy 55 to 3. So we do that with our um, homework packets are all football based and our open house in September we always did a great football theme kicking kicking it back at kindergarten. Kick, kick off the year. Kick off to kindergarten. Kick off there to you kindergarten. Go. <laughs> but of course You'd have to do it all Zoom, but you could wear your football outfit <laughs> and get all excited. Or as for we your call parents. it in our house, sports, the what? sports balls. Sports ball? The sports the ball. Sports ball. <laughs> <laughs> the sports ball. So as you're preparing and planning for September, I hope that you all enjoy it. I'm so excited to get a hoodie out. Of course... I now live in Nevada. I might not be getting that hoodie out till December. <laughs> you might never get that hoodie out. <laughs> I might never get it out. But anyway, uh, remember that to keep your classroom on track with academics, that ESGISoftware.com is the way to go. I love ESGI, and it will keep you organized and on track. And you can do it if your class is at school. You can do it if your students are at home because it's so easy to use. There's two ways to do it with your at-home students. You can do the screen student screen share and they can put the code in their iPad. I did it that way, but I also found that just over Zoom and sharing my screen of the computer was just seamless. It was so easy to do. So uh, make sure that if you don't have your um, free trial to ESGI, go ahead and sign up and use the code uh, Kathy B, I think is the promo right now, K-A-T-H-Y-B-E-E, -E, and get your free trial for ESGI. And if you have any questions for us, feel free to write us at kindergartenkiosk at gmail.com, and you can visit our website at kindergartenkiosk.com. We love hearing from you, so make sure you email us your questions and concerns or some podcast ideas, or if you've got a great picture or a video of you being a YouTube star, <laughs> we'd love to take a look at it and celebrate digital learning with you. And remember Romper Room, 
55 years later, I still remember romper, stomper, bomper, boo. So, and I don't remember what my kindergarten teacher looks like. So, <laughs> yeah, if you're getting discouraged, just remember that um, those little things that you're spending so much time on, whether you're in the classroom or teaching at a distance, will change lives of children. So, good luck to everyone. We're on your side. Good luck, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone. Kindergarten Kiosk is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, a network of podcasts for educators by educators. For more information, visit edupodcastnetwork.com. That's E-D-U podcast network dot com. Now can I listen to it?